This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. All right. What's your song? Total Praise. Total Praise. Amen. See, when you have a song, it just mess with you. Okay. Y'all don't know what a song is? Oh, glory to God. All right. When you have a song, when you was in the world, okay, watch this. When you was in the world, did you have a song? Oh, yeah. What was your song? Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby. Amen. Yeah, see, see, now, oh, yeah, now that's my song. (laughs) Mm, Oh, my God. (laughs) Glory to God. Okay, there are always certain songs that mess with you, mess with your spirit. I don't care how old they are, how, you know, the song came on, and I was like, man, and I told you about it. I just went in. I was going in just right away. I didn't didn't ask permission. I just went, you know, and my daughter looked at me. It just kind of threw me off, you know, because she looked at me and said, oh, what's going on? What's, what's happening to you? Oh, oh, it's menace. Oh, look at him. It's, you know, you can't do that to somebody who's going in. That's just like I'm going in, and then you go, excuse me, excuse me. I'm trying to sit down. Excuse me. And you, that, worshipers, don't that take you right out? You know, hey, can y'all be, uh, you know, hear the Spirit of God, you know, Pay attention to certain folk. If they, they you can tell they in. Don't go. Excuse me. Hey amen. Go and wait. Somebody say amen. Now, see what I'm trying to say with the worship thing is, is that you don't have to wait till you get to church to start. You should be doing this at home. Amen. My best worship. I don't know about y'all, but my best worship sometimes is when I'm by myself anyway. When my wife downstairs somewhere else, I'm like, man, now it's time to get real busy and, li- and li- you know, and just go where you got to go. Yes. Somebody say amen. See, when you've met Jesus, automatic in you is called worship. Yes. And so you should want to do this at all times. Yes. Somebody say amen. Say, I knew that's right. All right. Look what the Bible says real quick. We're almost done. All right. And when they had come into the house. They saw the young child and Mary, his mother, and fell down, look at this, and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and mirth. All right, do y'all see that? And being warned of God in a dream, they should not return to Herod. They departed unto their own, own country another way. Watch this. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child. And his mother and flee into Egypt and be there until I bring the word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Next verse, please. And when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed unto Egypt. Somebody say amen. amen. Now we find out that Herod went on to try to kill all the kids. He's killing them all from two and under. It seemed like. Why? Because he was trying to find Jesus. But can I tell you something about Jesus? Turn with me real quick. Uh, Turn with me to Titus. Uh, I believe it's Titus. Go with me. I want to find that. Titus 2 and 13. 
I want to show you something about Jesus. They tried to kill Jesus, but I want to show you they couldn't kill him. He had to give his life. You see what I mean? So he thought about what he had to do for you, and then he did it. No, y'all didn't catch that. Pause on a minute. He thought about, he knew what he had to do. Remember when he was in the, the garden? Great sweat or as drops of blood coming out, great drops, right? Now watch this. He knew what he had to go through. And remember what he said, not my will, but your will. See, that's the cross. And that's that part of the tree that you didn't realize. He had to take on that tree so that he can get you. So he said, for the joy that was set before me, I set before me you so that I could go through this. I can take this tree down so that I can receive you. Does that make sense? All right, now watch this. Watch this. So he's doing this so that you can, what you call Look what he says. Again, Herod tried to kill him, but couldn't. There was plenty of times they wanted to kill him, but he couldn't be killed until he was ready. Does that make sense? Look what it says. Looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Next verse. Who? Everybody say that real loud. Who what? Gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all the iniquity and, and purify unto himself a peculiar people. That's me. Zealous of good works. That's me. Somebody say, I know that's right. Write this down for me. Christ's mission when he came was sixfold. I believe it was sixfold. You might have ten, but I have six. Number one, it was to reveal the Father. The whole purpose of Jesus coming to this earth was he wanted to reveal the Father to you and I. Secondly, to redeem mankind. That's that gift we've been talking about. I can't reject this gift. I've got to be able to receive it. Secondly, it was to teach us a new way. And one of those new ways that he was teaching us was called love. That we could love people who didn't love us. Somebody say amen. Amen. And thirdly, or fourthly, was to heal us. Jesus came to heal us. If you're sick today, you can be healed. Okay, only a few. If you're sick today, you can be healed. Amen. See, everything that I'm talking about today pertains to grace. And understanding what he has already done for you. And so that you can put your mindset on what he's done. See, I want to receive the gift. I don't know about you, but when I receive, there are certain gifts. I, you know, how many of you ever ask for certain things? There are certain things you need. One thing I found out about this, this, this gift that I was given by Christ himself where God gave it to us. He gave me what I needed and what I wanted. Now, only a few of us understand what I just said. He gave us what, not only what I needed, but he gave me what I wanted. Man, I don't know about you, but because I don't know. I always tell my kids a lot of times I haven't been lately. They've been doing pretty good. But usually I tell my kids what I want. And may y'all ever tell folk what you want. I don't think it's disrespectful. How many of y'all don't think that's disrespectful? Don, how about you? If somebody tell you what you want, you you tell them what you want. I mean, the best gifts are the ones you get what you want and what you need. Am I right? How many of you ever got a gift that you wanted and that you needed? 
And were you tickled? Yes. I mean, how many of y'all want to get past the gift? He, he want a call? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> All right. Are y'all, are y'all listening to me? Now watch this. Now, now follow me again. So getting what I want and what I need always equals to joy. And see, that's why the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Why? Because he's going to give you what you need and what you want. And see, and that goes beyond. Now watch this. That goes beyond what you can ask or think. See, because sometimes you're not thinking the best for you. That's why this gift is there for you. Am I the only one seeing that? This gift is there so that you get what you need and what you want. All right. So, and healing is there for us. Somebody say, I can be healed today. All right. Number five is to also build his church. To build his church. Why? Because a church is not a building. It is the people who are his church. Somebody say amen. Amen. Number six is the resurrection to remind you that there is a resurrection and there will be a resurrection in that day. All right. So the gift was designed so that I could have eternal life. Somebody say, I know that's right. All right. The tree, which is the cross, was designed. He had to do it so that I could be redeemed. I need it to be redeemed. Hunt your neighbor say, I must. I must be redeemed. And the only way that I can be redeemed is through Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the light. The Bible says this. Turn with me to John 8 and 12, Amplified Version. So I realized that the tree that Christ was talking about wasn't one that we use today. But it's the one we use today can remind us of the tree that he had to carry. Somebody say amen. Amen. The one that he died on. Does that make sense? All right. Now watch this. I don't know about you, but my Christmas tree, and I know I just messed folk up, but it ain't a tree until she's lit. And man, I have a tree... You know, and I, you know, when one section of lights go out, it just throw you off. Don't? It just mess with you. You know, you almost got to take all the rest of them off. Or you got to figure out a way to make it look right. Then you got jiggle. Mm, that was good. Did y'all catch what I just said? In order to find out which one it is, see, because it takes one bulb to sometimes take out a string. Some of us getting this. And sometimes, like this year, I had to go through. And I was like, well, which one is it? See, because, you know, I got to repair you or I got to shake you. Just a little bit to, to make you come back to yourself. Because your purpose isn't carried out. If you're, if you're light and you're not shining, your purpose isn't being carried out. And so sometimes you need to be 
shook to remind, be reminded that you're supposed to shine. Somebody say amen. amen. One thing I found out, so I'll tell you, I'm tell you this. When I shook the right bulb, it caused the rest of everybody else to come on. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Am I talking to teach to himself? See, when, see, this is designed to have you look at the natural different than what you're seeing today. So that every time you see a light, that you understand that who's behind the light. Look what the Bible says. Y'all ready? Look at this. He says this. Jesus addressed the crowd and he said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in dark, in the dark, but will have the light, which is life. That's amplified, John 8, 12. Then he goes on to say this in Matthew 5 and 14. Go there for me. Matthew 5 and 14. Matthew 5 and 14 says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So he's telling me right away that if I'm a light, Jesus came to be the light. And because I accepted the gift, I myself become the light. So now when I see lights, I'm reminded that I am the light. And so you ever notice, I noticed the, can I tell on somebody, uh, you know, I hope y'all not getting offended over lights and trees and gifts. Okay. I went, uh, I went traveling this week. It was last week, wasn't it? I was down in somebody else's area. All right. And uh, I was drawn because I heard they had lights. You know, because I'm like a moth. I'm drawn to lights. Can I get a witness? Can, am I the only one? You know, you see lights, you like, ooh, lights. Pretty lights. Right? Now, watch this, watch this. So I was in Middletown, right? I got tail on somebody. I was in Middletown. I told my wife, my wife didn't even know. I said, I said, we're going to see some lights. And watch this. As soon as I turned the corner, I said, I, I made a wrong turn. I got to tell you, didn't I make a wrong turn? I made a wrong turn. But I kept looking. And I saw lights because those who have lights can help you turn around when you've made the wrong turn. All right, okay. Y'all real quiet today. It must be Christmas. All right. Y'all worried about that bill y'all just rung up. That's what it is. I told y'all don't do that. Glory to God. Amen. So I saw the lights. As soon as I, 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 I did like this, I said, oh, glory. I said, there it is. It's got to be over there. I said, it's got to be over there. Why? Because I saw this brick bright lights. And I, and I didn't even know what street. Did I know what street I was on at that time? I don't think I did. And I said, let's just drive towards the lights. And I just kept driving. I got to the lights. And then I, I just stopped right in front of the lights. I said, this is it. And I said, it's got to be. And then I said, oh, yep, there's the proprietor of the lights. And I said, this is the place. That they told me about. I was at McDalia's house. <laughs> How many of y'all know McDalia? Right. I found her lights. And I was like, and, and they just started going, oh. 
I was like, you know, you know, I felt like I should take my glasses and put sun, sunglasses on and go, yeah, this is nice. And I kept saying, and she was like, let me show you around. I said, girl, this is nice. I said, oh, glory to God. Let me take you inside. Oh, no, I don't want to go inside. Okay, I'll go. Glory to God. I said, everything else out here. Then I got in there and I said, oh, my God. Oh, glory. You do give him glory. Amen. But what got me was the lights. And I, I was like, wow. Man, this reminds me of what I should be. A city set upon a hill. She couldn't be. She couldn't hide if she wanted. But one of the things she told me: next door neighbor didn't have lights last year. Now he got some. He said, "Well, I'm gonna throw a line at least." <laughs> I can't. I ain't in no competing with this girl. I'm just throw a line. And I said, "You know how you look at other folk and you go, oh, that's pretty. You tried. You tried. You tried. Amen." But I was looking at the lights, and that's where we are as believers. We should be so bright that we inspire others. Did you hear what I just said? We inspire others. Man, I don't know about looking at her lights. I'm like, man, I wish I had put up. Man, I wish I had shown another way. You know, and that's where you are with other believers. You're seeing them show their light when you should be doing the same thing. I'm not just talking about on no house. I'm talking about in life. There are certain things that Jesus wants you to do. Write this down before I go. I'm out of time. Y'all right? The tree. So what are we thinking about? The gift, the tree, and the light. So whenever you see a tree, you should really think about what was done for you on Calvary. Somebody say amen. Amen. When you see the light, it should tell you you're the light of the world. When somebody gives you a gift, you should always be reminded of the gift that was given to you by Christ himself, by Jesus, God himself. Does that make sense? And that gift says you have eternal life. Amen. All right. Y'all read it? There are certain things that that gift should do for me. If I'm going to be the light, in order for me to be the light, I've got to allow that gift to mold. Number one, write this down before you go home. I should allow this gift to mold my character. My character should be molded because of this gift. That means my life is going to be changed and going to be different. Somebody say amen. Amen. Secondly, this gift should impact my belief system. I should be believing different now. I can believe for things that I never could believe for before. Because of being impacted by this gift. Number three, this gift should make me shine even brighter because my lifestyle now has changed. My lifestyle is better now. It should influence, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, it should influence your lifestyle. There are certain things you shouldn't want to do anymore if you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. Come on now. There are certain things that, you know, I am sold out now that I'm not supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be cussing you out. Come on now. Hello. Hello. Everybody in agreement? Folks say, I don't want to. Hey, I can't casual cuss either. I see stars. I see people on television, they casual cuss. You know, I mean, no, I don't need to do that. Does that make sense? There's certain things I don't need to do anymore. You know, why? Because he's made me free. 
My lifestyle should be better now. Why I'm the light. Somebody's looking at me. My dog, my granddaughter's looking at me. If I'm the only example of Jesus that she has, come on now. We said this, that price gave this to us years ago. And he said this, if I am the only image of Jesus, of what some people have, is Jesus in trouble? Ooh. Come on, think about it. I'm the only Jesus some people see. If I receive the gift, is he in trouble? Or do I represent the devil so good that I give him glory versus God? Man, that's good. When you get cut off, you know, I got to tell you something. I was traveling the other day. How many of y'all know I hate drive? I hate drive. Even though I do drive, but I don't like driving. You know, if I'm driving, it's because I got to. But if I don't want to, if I don't like to, I, I can't wait for the day. I'm believing God for a driver. But I'm also believing God for a renewed mind that I can not tell the driver how to drive. <laughs> can I get a witness? Because I, I, I've been in other people's car and I, I just had to tell them, no move. Mm. Baby, you can get over in that lane now if you want. <laughs> you know, when we're going to wait to get over? You know, you know we got to hit this exit coming up here and then you, mm. I was riding with Brother Nelson, Minister Nelson. Right, I got to tell you, see, he shouldn't did that finger like that. Bob, I was with him, Doc. And uh, we, was, we was going somewhere on the back road. On the, Can I tell you where we were? You know, real fast before I go. All right, all right. We were going down, uh, uh, where's, where is that? 896, the back way to Lancaster. Ain't it called 896? Yeah. 896. You ever go back that way? Like you're going, yeah, yeah, they said that's the quick way to go. Right. So I was with Minister Nelson. I was in his, in his truck, and we was going, and it uh, seemed like we were just a little bit late. And I was like, hey, man, we're going to be all right, you know. And my brake wasn't working because I kept hitting it. Roy, I kept hitting the brake. He didn't see it. I was doing like this. I was like, oh, God. You know, <laughs> my stomach knotted up a little bit. I ain't telling him all that, but I was like, yeah. and then the devil started playing with me. You're going to die today. All right. I ain't tell him that too. And I was like, man, both of us, both of us die. And oh, come on, man, this ain't right. You know, now don't know God. I can't go out like this. Look, he running. Don't come on back here. All right. And so I grabbed, and he didn't see it, but I had a hold of the, the side, you know, and I was like, ah, and then I had to tell him, and I had to ask him, I said, hey, doc, doc, now, I said, doc, let me ask you a question. You been on this road before? <laughs> I did. I asked him, I said, you know this road, don't you? Right. I, and he said, no, no. I said, well, I think we need to slow down, doc. I said, <laughs> and then, look, I had to manifest a cop, right? So I said, I, I did. I said this. I said, hey, doc, 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 you got to slow down, man, because uh, cops, they be back here, man. They be back here. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Am I right? Am I? And I had to manifest one, you know. And I said, cops be back here, man. So we got to chill out. Just chill out, man. Cops be back here, man. Back here, man. And then next thing you know, here come a cop. Go pay. And I was like, I told you, man. They be back here, man. <laughs> I was doing anything to get that brother off that gas. <laughs> I was like, glory, 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 glory. Amen. So I am still believing for a driver. 
Amen. Amen. To say all that to bring you to this point. I'm believing for a driver, but I'm believing how uh, we can communicate. Because Nelson really does drive me places, and I like him, and he's good. He's good conversation and everything. But glory to God. He's a man on a mission, brother. You know, your son is good. I love that boy, but glory to God. He had brother pastor thinking, this is it, you know, you know, soon and very soon. I'm about to go to see the king. Glory to God. (laughs) But I'm good now. Now, watch this. So yesterday I was driving, right? All right. To bring you back to the story. I'm driving, right? And so, again, the Lord spoke to me in the presence of driving. And he said something to me. He said, that's why a lot of people can't receive from me. And I said, well, he said, watch this. I'm going to show you. So I was in this lane driving. But I was... I, would, I thought I was going at a great speed because the car told me what the speed limit was and where I was going and what I was doing. I put it on cruise control and just say, do your own thing, you know, and I'm just, you know, and cars were coming up behind my backside, like, get out of the way. And I was like, how fast you want me to go? And I'm like, I'm like, and, and, and they just, you know, and I was like, I was like, and then one little girl on the way down, she just, she come up on the side of me. You know, and then she's right, and my wife's getting irritated. I hate it when somebody's on the side of me like that. Get them off the side of me. This is not safety. I'm like, I ain't doing it. All right. Okay. So next thing I know, now she does, she dips, the man comes out. I say, okay, now go fast. But God told me something in the midst of all that. You know what he said? My people are natural lawbreakers. And he said, because they're natural lawbreakers, they break simple laws, early, easy. And so when it comes to me, it becomes very easy not to do what I tell them to do. Because you've taught yourself when it says walk, don't walk. You, uh, you just go right across because ain't nobody going to tell you what to do. And it starts as a seed and it progresses on spiritually. Your disobedience is saying what? Amen. What am I trying to say to you? Our life should be a life that influences others to live for him. No matter what. Other people should want to be like us. The baby should want to be like us. They should look at us. And so that's how you get it done. It's not saying you do everything perfect. But it's saying you do, you do try. And you're, you're, you're fighting this thing every day to get it right. Somebody say amen. amen. That's what it's about to be like. So that someone, I can show, show someone the direction of Christ. That they will know their life can be better because of that babe that was in the manger. Because of that guy who died on the cross, your life can be better. Too often as believers, we're showing them what life is not. If I'm going through what you're going through, there should be something. There should be a grin on my face about something. Does that make sense? Two identical people can go through the world and a believer. The believer, when she goes through, should be entirely different than what he is. 
because they, she should already know the outcome. Frustration comes in when I don't know or understand the outcome. And when I don't, I, I turn my light off because I don't want anyone to know that I'm home. Somebody say amen. amen. See, people will knock on your door. There was a story, and I have to leave, leave you with this. There was a story that said there was priests back in the day. The reason for candles that were put in the windows of people was people put candles in the window because they, the priests at that time were under, uh, what's the word, persecution because of what they believed, believing in God. And so because of it, people who trusted in them and wanted to give them safe haven put a candle in the window to show them you can come here and come in. What light do you have on in your window that someone who may be going through can see they can come here? You have to turn your light on. Your light should be bright as all the get out because of him. Not because of what you do, because of him. Show the way. This Christmas and every Christmas and every day, be the light. Be a string of lights. When we're all together, we should be the brightest thing going on. Hunter David said, I know that's right. I should be hope for those who don't have any hope. Why? Because I'm going to point them to the extreme hope, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Well, I'm out of time. I thank you for yours. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Did y'all receive? The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord.